Hey, welcome to the birthing experience where we help coaches birth their mastery. Every week, we bring new episodes to help you master your mindset, messaging, marketing, and money. Follow us on social media at the birthing experience show to continue the conversation. Here's your host, the master midwife. Hey, everybody. Money Marketing Monday with Niala. Really, really excited. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. All right. So for some reason, this thing is not coming up on my phone for me to be able to see if I am live and if you guys can hear me. Um, yes or no. If you guys can hear me, just let me know below that you guys can hear me. Uh, okay. Yeah, so you want to do this this morning, huh? <laughs> okay, so you can see me. Hey everybody, how are you doing? All right, so another Money Marketing Monday with Niala. I'm super excited. Let me do my quick intro because this is something that is definitely repurposed and put all over the internet. So if you're watching this somewhere else, let me just do a quick intro to make it easy for our video guy, okay? So as coaches, there are two places, two places where you can eliminate objections, all right? As coaches, there are two places where you can eliminate objections. Number one, you can eliminate objections before the call. And number two, you can eliminate objections on the call. Now, of course, you could do eliminations when we talk about follow-up sales emails and all of that, but I'm not getting into that. Today, we're talking about you know what happens before and what happens on, okay? So there are two places, before the call and on the call. And if you master knowing how to eliminate objections before the call, what happens is that you get less objections on the call, okay? So what I've discovered is that once I learned how to eliminate objections before the call, it was like people would just book a call to figure out what my prices were. They already come on the call knowing that they wanna work with me. They have no doubt about it. It's just like they wanna know, okay, well, let me just have a quick conversation with Niala. I already know that this is gonna be an investment, but I just wanna have a quick talk and I'm in. Right. And so when I discovered what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today, that's what happened to me. And so that's why I'm focusing today on before the call. However, I can't leave you guys hanging. So what I have for you is a free download. It's 15 sales call, 15 responses to sales call objections, 15 responses to sales call objections. And so that's going to take care of on the call for you. Right, so any objections that you get while you're on the call, you use my responses and that is gonna help you work through the objection with your prospects. But today, I wanna teach you about what you need to do before the call. So that way you get less and you can eliminate the objections on the call. Does that make sense? All right, so see, I did my quick intro. So now when Joshua's ready to edit, he's gonna like, well, y'all know I gotta give you the behind the scenes because y'all the group. Y'all the group, y'all the people. So you get all the information, right? So when my video editor edits, what we found is that I'm a talker, 
And because I'm a talker in the beginning, I do all these, these hellos and what's up. <laughs> and it's harder to edit because I'm so unscripted. Okay. So um, I said, you know what, starting today, I'm going to start doing my little intro like that and then go into the things that I like to do with you guys. So that way, at least it's easier for him to cut and edit and make the IGTV videos and YouTube videos um, better. So yeah. Hey guys, as you're here, just say hello below so I can say what's up. I do see that a few of you guys are here. Here's my first question for you. I asked this in the group. And I want to ask you guys this again. If you're with me live, respond to me below. If you're on the replay, respond to me anyway. So what is the top objection that you hear all the time? What is the top objection that you hear all the time the most? Now, I know that a lot of you are probably going to say, I have a feeling what you guys are going to say, but I still want to hear you because you're in different industries and different industries get different objections. So I want you to know, I want you to tell me below, what's the objection that you get the most, okay? Now, people don't like objections. What happens to a lot of coaches is that when they get objections, they run away from it, right? So they say, oh, well, this person don't have money, so I'm gonna just let it go, right? Or this person, it looks like she's dodging me, so, you know, I'm just gonna let it go. And I feel like that's not how you wanna handle it because as a coach, it's your job to help your clients through whatever stumbling blocks or hindrances that they have. And so the objections that you get from your, your prospects, being able to help them with that actually shows them how great of a service professional and a coach that you are, right? And so a lot of people run away from this because the truth is nobody likes rejection. Does that make sense? Like nobody wants to hear no over and over again. I remember when I was in telemarketing, I heard no so much. Um, and I think that that's what kind of helped me keep my sanity as I went through my process of getting a lot of objections as a coach is because I got so used to hearing the no, you know, because it comes with business. So that's my first lesson for you guys today that you're a coach, you're a small business owner, you are a entrepreneur, and it comes with the territory that you're going to hear no. So even though our, you know, our reaction to no is, you know, we don't like the rejection, you got to know how to embrace that no and handle that no. Does that make sense? Because you're going to be hearing no all the time. Okay, you are going to get ignored. And I'm now, of course, I'm talking way beyond just objections. I'm talking to you and, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a fellow business owner, I'm letting you know that you're going to have to get used to hearing no. And you're also going to have to get used to handling no's. Okay, so running away from no is a non negotiable or what's the right just not gonna happen <laughs> just need not to happen okay so that's the first thing that i want to make sure that i bring across to you guys so let's talk about what objections are allison said they don't think that they are the problem see and so that's the reason why i wanted you guys to tell me below what's the objection that you hear the most because see that that one i don't i don't really get that one as a, as in being in the business niche Right. But for Allison, who helps, you know, divorce women who are going through divorce and because she's a divorce coach, she's hearing that type of objections. And so you're going to see later on in the content why it's important for you to know this info. 
Okay, so thank you, Allison. Everybody else, please respond below. What is the objection that you hear the most? Okay, let's talk about what objections are. Number one, they are signals, and I'm just looking at my notes. They are signals that customers are interested, but they're not yet ready to buy. Okay, and so I did in my story earlier um, when I was inviting people to come to Money Marketing Monday with Niala, I said, you know, you don't want to hear. You know, you don't want to hear these objections. You're tired of hearing these, you know, objections, right? And so you want to come and you want to join us. But the truth is, like I said, it comes with the territory, right? And usually the objections, like people book a call because they do want to work with you, because they do want to hear the information. Does that make sense? Like they wouldn't book the call if they didn't want to hear the info. The problem is that yes, they're interested, but there's something in the way of them buying. Now, a lot of people say that the objections that they hear the most is the money, okay? While this is true, while that is the most common objection that a lot of people do hear, a lot of times that's not the objection, okay? Let me just say that. Most of the time, that's not the problem, all right? Because people pay for what they value, people pay to solve problems if they really want to solve it, okay? And if someone goes as far, now I'm not saying there's not people out there who's just into getting free information and they're going to book a call just to see if they could get you to coach them. There are people out there like that, but it's not a lot, okay? And so people are getting on this call because they are interested. And if they're telling you that they can't join because of the money, it's, it's either A, they really just don't have it, which is not common, or B, they haven't heard what they needed to hear. Does that make sense? So that's why they say the objections are a single that a customer is interested, but they're not ready to buy, okay? They have some type of question. They haven't heard something they need to hear. You haven't answered something that's lingering in their head, or you haven't discovered what they're thinking so you can help them through it. Does that make sense? So you guys, give me a one below if that makes sense for you, okay? Give me a one below if that makes sense for you. So that's what objections are. So now here's my next questions, and I got two questions, and I want you to give me your answers below. So number one, how often do you lose the client because of the price objection? How often do you lose the client because of the price objection? A, if it's one to five times per month, A, if it's one to five times per month, and B, if it's more than five times per month. I'm gonna ask you again, how often do you lose the client or lose the contract or lose the proposal, whatever you call it, right? How often do you lose the client because of the price objection? A, if it's one to five times, and B, if it's more than five times a month. Let me know below. Here's my second question. So A or B, and let me, here's my second. How often do you lower your price to get the client? How often do you lower your price to get the client? C, <laughs> C, if it's one to five times per month. D, if it's more than five times per month. So those are my two questions for you guys. And here's why I'm asking you the question. Because most coaches are getting the price objection one to five times per month, okay? 
And most coaches, the first thing they do when they get that price objection is they falter on their prices. Is they start thinking that they have to, you know, let me just squeeze, you know, let me lower my rate, right? Because this is what's going to get them to say yes. And this is what, this is the problem that I'm solving today. This is what I want to help you guys stop doing today. So Allison said, A, I'm going to, I know that's A. A, not anymore. Okay, good, good. Well, you know, I must say that you've been here a while. So I'm glad that that's a D <laughs> because you know, I'm not about that because you guys provide valuable services. And if you don't see it as value and charge accordingly, then other people aren't. So that's like one of the biggest problems that I want to solve. You know what I mean? Um, so let's talk about how to eliminate. The first thing I'm going to tell you is what you need before then I'm gonna give you ways that you can eliminate. And then I'm gonna share my screen for you and I'm gonna show this to you live and in action. Because my goal is that by the end of today's training, you know how to eliminate objections before the call so you get less or no objections on the call, okay? So if you're now joining me, that's what we're accomplishing today. Because when you learn how to eliminate objections before the call, people will self-select, they will come and reach out, and you would not have to do any type of convincing, okay? So I have clients who literally, they write me and they're like, listen, even if they can't join me now, they're like, listen, I'm going to be joining you on February 5th, expect a call from me, bop, bop, bop. And that's it. I'm like, okay, you know, and in the beginning, it was like, wait, what? But now it's just a normal thing where people know that they want to work with me and there's really no question about it. And that's what I want for you, okay? So let's talk about what you need before. Take your notes, your, your pen and your pads out. Number one, you have to make a list of the common objections, okay? So the reason why I started out asking you what's the, the most, the one that you hear most is because you need to have a list, not just what you hear the most, but what are the common objections that you hear from your ideal clients in your industry? Again, every industry hears different objections. Price, time, husband, those are the normal ones that all industry hears. But then there are objections that each industry, like, you know, maybe in the health industry, maybe you're in the um, weight loss industry, right? Or in the personal fitness industry. And people like you, you one of the objections you get is, you know, well, I don't really, you know, think that I can show up every day to work out. Like, I'm not a workout person, right? You know what I mean? Your objection may be different. So number one, you have to make a list of your objections. Do the work. Do the work, right? Do the work. Because I know it's you, Patricia, darling. <laughs> Do the work, okay? Because at the end of the day, everything that I teach you guys is actionable, and if you take the action on it, you will see the difference. So don't just come and listen to me, do it. Take out your pen, take out your pad, write a list of the common objections that you hear. Number two, do market research. Do market research, all right? So if you can't come up with a list, then that means you're probably not getting a lot of calls yet. And, and that means you need to figure out what are the objections that people have to your service, okay? What are the objections that people have to your service? 
do the research. One of the best places to do the research is in your previous calls. So here's a bonus tip for you. If you're not recording your calls and you're looking to increase your clientele, your profitability, grow your service-based business, and you're not recording your calls, that is a problem because you need to be able to listen to your calls so you can get better at your calls. You also need to be able to listen your, to your calls because your calls is the best research. Understand that when someone books an appointment, right, to get a consultation, a strategy session, whatever it is, when they book an appointment with you, they are most likely ideal clients. And so even if they don't join you, everything that they tell you in terms of what they're struggling with, what made them get on the call with you today, you know, um, what they've worked on already, what problems they have, what diets they've tried, you know, what they're feeling, all of that is research. So if you're not recording your calls, bonus tips, please start recording your calls today. All right. That, um, so the, the first place or the best place for you to do market research to figure out what are these common objections that people have to your service is by listening to your previous calls. Now, if you do not have that, most of the people here are coaches. And I know that you, some of you are new, but then some of you have been in the game for a minute. For my new coaches, if you don't have that type of research, then you got to do market research. You got to get where your ideal clients are and start listening to the market because you cannot answer objections and eliminate objections if you don't know what the common objections are. So now that you know what you need before, let's talk about ways that you can eliminate your objections before the call, right? So that way you get less or no objections on your call. Ready for this? So number one, in your content. Hey, Anita, darling. Anita said, how do you record them? So I use Zoom, okay? And even if you're using free Zoom, you can still record your calls. It's just that I think the free version has a um, time limit on how long your meetings can be. So check that out. But I use Zoom. Um, they are also Uber conference. So many years ago, I used to use Uber conference, um, Skype, right? So any type of software where you can talk, you don't always have to be on camera, but at least it has the capability to record your conversation. That's what you're going to want. Okay. Um, so number one is in your content. All right. Why? Because that's one of the purposes that your content serves. All right. So when people are teaching you guys about content and me too, I always say, your content helps people know, like, and trust you. But let's go a little deeper than that. Number one, your content builds awareness, right? So people who don't know who you are, they get to know who you are because they see a piece of your content, okay? And whether it's online, whether it's offline, let's talk about this because y'all know I'm all about both. I'm about offline more than I'm online. Um, but even offline, when people hear you speaking and sharing your content and they never heard of you before, you are building brand awareness through your content. Does that make sense? So number one purpose that your content serves is to build brand awareness. A lot of people forget this. A lot of people focus on the, on the followers and stuff that they have already and not the fact that there are people, new people coming in who never heard of you. Right. And I hope that you guys are paying attention because y'all know I'm talking about objections, but I'm giving you so much more. Right. So we're talking about the purposes that your content serves. Number one, building awareness. Number two, building rapport. 
Because once people is aware of you, then they need to get to know you. Number three is building connection. So through you building rapport, they got to connect with you. They got to resonate with you so they can keep listening to you. These are all the purposes that your content serves, okay? Um, number four, your content builds credibility, all right? So if you're out here, you're teaching people and you're giving statistics and you're creating trainings and, you know, on a particular subject matter, you start to build credi credibility, okay? All right? But most importantly, your content should also eliminate objections and hardly nobody does this. So unless you are in the marketing industry or sales, um, or you worked with a coach that teaches you these things, most people don't do this. They don't think about this, even though it is very obvious, very obvious. Okay. So you eliminate objections in your content, all right? A lot of coaches, and just give me a one below if this is you. What I see a lot of you guys doing in your marketing online is that you focus too much on just the problem and the solution, right? And I understand why, because you're being taught that you gotta know your client's problems and you have to position your, your services and your programs as the solution. Right. And so because you're being taught that that's what you focus your attention on. And there's not too many people that's telling you what I'm telling you today, which is questions arise. Right. And so people start thinking about, wait a minute, am I going to be able to um, implement her system in this amount of time? Wait a minute. But, you know, what is it exactly that she's teaching in this program? But wait a minute. Does she have any payment plans? Right. And so I'm just coming up with things on the top of my head. But questions arise. And when they arise, you need to be able to answer that in your content. And I can't wait to share my screen and show you that live in living color. Because when you see that, you're going to see that this is happening all around you. And you just haven't learned the skill yet, but you're going to learn today. <laughs> okay. You're going to learn today. Hey, guys, those of you who are now joining, say hello. So, Number one, you eliminate objections in your content. Number two, you can eliminate objections in your emails. So this is another mistake that I see a lot of coaches do is they focus on, well, I got to tell a lot of stories and the moral of the story, because that's what everyone is telling me to do, that my emails have to be filled with stories. But then they forget that you also have to have emails that answer objections. So have you ever went through someone's funnel where you download a freebie and you start, you might even been in mine. You download a freebie and you start getting these emails and the first email is share a little bit about your story. You know, the second email, you talk a little bit about the problem. The third email, you talk about some objections, right? The fourth email, you got some case studies, which also answers objections. How many of you guys have been in that type of funnel before? There's a reason why because you can answer objections before a person ever books a call with you. And when you learn how to do that, you will eliminate the objections that you get on your calls. Here's the third way that you can do this, and this is fun. So in your copy, right? So you know when you're writing your promo post, your Facebook advertising, you know, wherever you're writing your copy, you have to learn how to answer those objections. 
So let me really quick before I leave you guys today, and if you guys have any questions, leave it below. What I'm going to do really quick is I'm going to share my screen. And what I want to do is I want to take you over to one of my copies and I want to show you live what it looks like. Hey, Michelle, darling, thanks for being here. Um, I want to show you guys what it looks like. Come on, to answer the objections in your copy. And this example that I'm going to share with you Use it throughout everything, your emails, your social media posts, but you can't do it if you don't write down the list of your common objections. Remember that. You can't answer objections if you don't write the list of the common objections, all right? So let's get into this account really quick. Let's get to the copy and let's share my screen and show you guys what this looks like, okay? All right. Hey, Renee, how are you? Hold on. Hold on. Something's happening. <laughs> Something's happening here. Hold on. Something's happening. Okay, here we go. I'm in. Okay. So let me share my screen and let you guys see this. And then we'll be good to go. Again, if you guys have any questions, get ready to answer these questions, okay? All right, so you should be able to see my screen now. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Are you guys seeing my screen? Let me know if you guys are seeing my screen. Because I'm not seeing it on my end. I'm going to share it one more time. Okay, here we go. Okay, so let's listen to this copy. And I want you guys to identify if you could tell where I answered some objections. Okay, so pay attention to me as I read. And then let me know if you can see where I answered objections, and then I'm going to tell you, okay? So you ready? Let's go. Don't be fooled by the people posting their income shots and posting about their seven-figure launches because half of them ain't telling you the truth on how they get those results. They're not telling you that it took them years to grow communities and lists of 15,000. They're not telling you that they put five and six figures behind paid advertising. Yeah, I said it. The reality is that for the average coach, this is just not feasible. If it's your first time seeing one of my posts, hey, I'm Miala, and since 2012, I've been helping coaches find and market their unique message so they can consistently sign high-paying clients without having a huge audience, without paid advertising, without falling victims to social media slavery, and this even works if you're new. Now I've created a case study that will tell you exactly how to accomplish this step-by-step step, and I wanna share it with you today and then I have the link, okay? And guess what? It's absolutely free. Now you're probably wondering, number one, why is this free if this is the answer? And number two, after all the people I've already listened to, why on earth should I listen to you? Well, here goes. I'm giving this to you for free because if you run with it and see results, I mean, even get some clarity, I'd be happy. 
And when you're ready, if you qualify, you may end up being a client or even referring someone to me. Also, hear this. I'm okay. I already got the info and work with ideal clients who can pay me, does the work, and get results. So at this point, I'm trying to steer you in the right direction because I'm tired of seeing coaches investing in programs they're not ready for, losing their life savings for a dream while struggling, and thinking they're not good enough because they can't live up to the internet Joneses. If you want to continue faking it until you make it, by all means, go ahead. But if you want a simplified way to reach consistent five-figure months with ease, then I give them the link again and blah, blah, blah. You don't need to know the rest. Let me know below. Let me know below where did I answer objections. I want to see if you guys are paying attention. So Allison said it's fuzzy. It should be good now, Allison. I want you guys, I want to see if you guys are paying attention. Where did I answer some objections? And we'll give you guys two seconds to catch up to me because I want to see if any of you are going to make leave a comment below. Okay. So where did I answer objections in this post? Because I literally answered objections throughout this whole thing. Um, and by the way, when I was writing the notes today on what I was going to teach you guys, I was really excited to show you this. Again, because I feel like a lot of people, you know, they don't go as far as showing you these things. So I was like, I'm going to just tell you and then expect for you to understand. But if you're someone who's not writing your posts like this, if you're someone who has no type of copywriting training or marketing training, it's kind of hard to do this for yourself, right? So this is the reason why I was really excited about actually showing this to you live. So I'm not going to wait anymore. Let's go. Number one, I said, I'm Miala, and since 2012, I've been helping coaches find and market their unique message so they can consistently sign high-paying clients. And here's where I answer some, some objections. Without having a huge audience, without paid advertising, without falling victim to social media slavery, and this works even if you're new. So here's what some people who are my ideal clients may be thinking. Oh, but I've tried all this stuff. And the reason why it doesn't work for me is because I don't really have a huge audience, right? Or yeah, whatever. And here go another person's ad just to tell me that I have to use paid advertising. Oh yeah, whatever. Just so I can be on social media day and night hustling and grinding, right? Or I don't think this is going to work for me because I'm actually new to the coaching industry, are you guys seeing what I'm doing there? Okay. So Allison said, fake it till you make it is powerful. Yes. Anita said, when you said it was free and why? Yes, Anita. Yes. Um, Patricia said, you qualify your experience by talking about your experience. Yes. Yes. Want to see them happy. Yes. Credibility. Yes. Okay. So you guys are understanding what I'm saying. I'm getting happy. Okay. So here, let's keep going. So another place is that skepticism comes up, right? And the reason why skepticism comes up in people's head a lot of times is because there's so many coaches telling you that they can help you do what you really need done. And many of you have probably invested in so many other places before you found me, right? And because I know that, 
I know that you're going to be skeptical, especially if you're seeing this ad, because you're seeing so many ads like this. And so what I did here is I said, now you're probably wondering, number one, why is this free? And, you know, why is this free if this is the answer, right? So how many of you have ever seen a freebie and you're like, hmm, looking at it sideways, like, yeah, but why is it free? If this is what people are charging $10,000 for, why are you giving it for free, mm, right? Now let's be real guys. Because again, if you're not willing to take your shoes out of your own, your, your feet out of your own shoes and put it in your ideal client's shoes, you're never gonna be able to craft messaging and marketing that speaks to them. So you gotta know how they think so you can talk about it in your content. I hope you guys are paying attention. You got to know how they think so you can talk about it in their content. Another thing that someone may be thinking is, you know what? I'm tired of listening to so many people. After I've already watched all these free case studies and webinars and downloaded all these lead magnets, why should I listen to you? Right? And so that is a real life example of how you eliminate objections in your content in your emails, in your copy, in your live streams, right? In your podcast episodes, when you're interviewing with people, you got to always think like that, right? When it comes to marketing, it's not only about, I want to attract new leads, you know, but it's also about the, the process. Like I attract people. I also have to build rapport with people. I have to connect with people. People have to see me as an authority. So that means I got to build credibility as well as I got to answer objections because after all is said and done, there's still going to be people who have questions. There's still going to be people who have skepticism. And so that means I got to be able to answer that when I am speaking. And when you guys know this, you will start to become more aware when you're creating your content, right? So let me know below. I'm going to recap this one more time. Let me know below if you learned something today. What was your biggest aha moment for today? Okay. What was your biggest aha moment for today? Let me know below. The second thing I want you to let me know below is, are you enjoying Money Marketing Monday with Niala? We are in the second month of the year. We started this in the last Monday of December. So we've been going hard with our Monday trainings and I've been literally, you know, putting thought, like this ain't no regular live stream, <laughs> right? This ain't no regular live stream. This is content, actionable content that you guys can use. I wanna know how are you enjoying Money Marketing Monday with Niala? Do you want me to continue doing this? Let me know below, okay? So let's recap what we've learned today and then I'm gonna leave you guys. So today we spoke about how to eliminate objections. We focused on how to eliminate objections before the call. So that way you can get little to no objections on the call. Now, what I have for you today is a download, right? So 15 responses to common sales calls, objections, and that's going to help you with what you say out of your mouth when you get objections on the call. But today we spoke about what are some of the things you can do before the call, okay? And so what we spoke about is two things that you need. Number one, you need to write a list of the common objections that you hear. 
And number two, you need to do some market research if you can't write, you know, write that list. Because in order to follow what I've given you today, you've got to know what are the common objections that you're hearing. So those are the things that you need first. Now, the three ways, and there's so many ways, but the three ways we talked about today is number one, you eliminate objections in your content, right? Because your content serves different purposes and it's not only selling something, it's not only educating people, but it's building credibility, it's building connection, it's making people aware of your brand and your services, as well as answering questions that will come up as they start to consume your content and contemplate if they want to hire you, okay? So one is in your content. Number two is in your emails. It's another place. And number three is in your copy, all right? And so with the example that I showed you guys today, if you are on the replay or if you're now joining me, watch this over again because I shared my screen where I showed you live in a post how you eliminate these objections with what you say and with what you write. It is not hard, guys. It really isn't. And I know sometimes that when it comes to messaging and marketing and sales, all of this gets a little fuzzy for some of you guys. However, if you just take it step by step in the way I show you how to do things, it will start to come natural to you, right? And this is the reason why I like to talk a lot about the reason behind things, because it's so easy to tell you, well, do this, do this, do that. But if you don't know why you're doing it, then you'll never do it right. Does that make sense? So the reason why you want to make the list of the objections, the reason why you want to learn how to keep in the back of your head the questions that are going to arise when people are consuming your content is because that's going to help you eliminate the objections. And so for all of you who are tired of hearing objections, I hope you're paying attention to me, right? Because it one of the worst things or I would say one of the things that I found uncomfortable when I started sales training is handling objections. That was where I had my hardest time. I had to actually invest. Like my mentor that I, that's my mentor now, um, I had to actually invest thousands of dollars to spend a day with her in Indiana just to learn how to handle objections. FYI, here's the plug. She is going to be doing a state of the art sales training at Market Your Message Live in Miami this year. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, I'm bringing her out to Miami and she's going to be giving you guys the same sales training that I got. So this is just the beginning. But anyway, that's a side note. So yeah, this was the part that I struggled with the most. And that's because it kind of made me uncomfortable. It's like if someone says they don't have the money, and I don't know if it was mindset for me because I was someone that came up without the money. So it was like, I was sensitive to when people say to me, well, I don't have the money or this is the wrong time. Or I was really sensitive to that in the beginning. And so I don't know if that's why it was really hard for me. And I think that that's why I got so attracted to learning how to eliminate objections before the call, because I, I always got so uncomfortable when I had to work through the objection on the call. Um, and so I hope that this really, really helped you guys. So let's see where I got here. And then I'm going to go ahead and leave you. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Allison said, learn from the mistakes I made. Um, it's okay if they can do it on their own. Yes. Okay. So you want to keep going, Allison? Okay. 
Anita said, yes, such a treat and great boost for the week. Awesome. Patricia said, love the training. Yes, please continue. Always get aha moments. Good. Anita said, I, eat. I learned to evaluate my calls by recording instead of guessing what I did. Very good, because you are never going to be able to remember your calls. All right, every, especially as you start to get better at this and you're doing more calls, like with me doing so many calls, it's like, I'll never remember. I talked to so many people. <laughs> I talked to so many people, which is why I got so many notebooks, right? And so it's like, you want those recordings. It's just like, like I'm gonna be so like uh, transparent with you. The same post that I just shared my screen and showed you guys, the, the way I was able to write that was because I went back and listened to a few of my calls and a few of my clients, my actual high-end clients that gave me this information. So they told me that, you know, some of these objections, they told me some of the things that they were thinking and feeling. And that's how I was able to take that and those exact phrases and use it in my video as well as my ad copy. All right, so I'm so glad that you learned this lesson. And for anyone else, if you're not recording your calls, you need to start doing that now. You understand? Um, so Patricia said, oh, no, yeah, today takeaway is that I can eliminate objections in content. Good. I set up a survey to gather market research. It is an eye opener. Absolutely. You know, because a lot of people assume, you assume that you know, and I think that some of us as leaders have to start taking responsibility for what we put out there because I think that as we teach, sometimes we make you guys feel like you can do that by saying to you, oh, well, your clients is where you were, right? And because we say that to you, you feel like, oh, well, I'm just going to think about where I was five years ago and this is what I'm going to talk to. But no, you know, when you go to a marketing company, even if you're not dealing with me, like for example, a small business owner like me who does marketing for coaches. But if you go to a huge company, right? The first thing they do is market research. Before they can even start to create a marketing and a promotional plan for you, they do market research because without knowing this stuff, you will never, ever be able to speak the language of your ideal clients. And without being able to speak the language, you will continue to struggle to reach your profit goals. So now do you see why all of this makes sense? So, okay. Michelle said, I think that is my problem. Thanks for speaking on this. I'm loving and wish you, I found you sooner. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, um, good. Today's Monday. Let's make it happen this week. I'll be replaying this, uh, throughout the week. So for those of you who missed us this morning, you'll catch this on the replay. Don't forget to get your download. So 15 responses to common sales calls, objections, that's going to help you with what you do on the call, okay? And I don't think I have any more announcements today. Actually, yes, I do. Guys, I need you to let me know in the poll that I set out this morning what you would like to spend a day with me doing, okay? So, and make this good because what you get online is 10 times more intense offline, right? And so if you know you want to create a customized marketing plan or you need to craft your story or you need to craft your signature talk, you know, 
or you need to master your sales conversation or whatever else you need and you want to be able to spend a day with me live, this is going to be a small workshop that I'm going to be doing for 10 people. You're going to get to come out to me either in Philadelphia or New York, and we're going to work on this one thing for the day. So when you leave, if we decide with the customized marketing plan, then that means when you leave that day, you're going to leave with a customized marketing plan that you can follow. And so I need you to answer the poll for me. Okay. Once you respond to the poll, then I'm going to send you a special message in your inbox. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you for joining me for another Money Marketing Monday with Niala. I will see you guys in the week. Have a awesome one. Thank you for listening to The Birthing Experience. If you liked our podcast, leave a review or comment and be sure to tune in next time.